and listening to tags live aka talk about gay sex the live edition it's wednesday night i'm your host stevie alongside cody maurice doggett how the hell you doing cody hello darling i'm doing wonderful that wasn't the police coming for me darling don't worry okay (laughs) good (laughs) if so tell them to take an hour break and then come and get you (laughs) <laughs> okay, good. All right. I'll, I'll deliver the message. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> this is episode 401. 401. We are in front of a live virtual audience. Go ahead and say hi in the chat there so you know you're there. Feel free to weigh in, ask questions, and we've got a full show to get to. You know, it's kicking things off. We are getting to all of the tea there's so much to get into but before we do i it is hispanic heritage month and Mm -hmm. you know one of my newer favorite artists is omar apollo you may have heard we talked about him recently he is originally when he came out he said he was gender fluid and more recently he said i'm flat out i'm gay (laughs) which i love he was recently we reported over the summertime vacationing or on holiday with Frank Ocean and not sure if they're linked up or not, but I'm a huge fan. I really love his current album. And over at NPR, they have a thing called the Tiny Desk Concert. It's literally at a little desk Uh and he kicked off Latin X Heritage Month, as they're calling it. September 15th to October 15th. I like the change from Hispanic heritage to Latinx heritage month, right, Cody? Love it. Love it. He he took it over. I watched the 18-minute concert. I will post it on tagspodcast.com. He had a mariachi band behind him. He oh. did R&B hits like Evergreen, which is such a good one where he's talking about another man in there. So I love his voice. He's he's my current crush right now. I'm just in love with okay. Omar Apollo. I think he's so great. And he's currently on tour. So you can check him out in a city in the States here. So check him out. But I will post this video of his Latin X tiny concert over at NPR on tagspodcast.com. Okay. Can't well, wait to check it out. Yes, you got to check it out. So good. Okay. So much to talk about, but you may have heard meteorologist here in New York City, Eric Adame has been fired from his gig over at New York One for allegedly, or for actually going on webcam sites for the last 10 years. And apparently Mm -hmm. somebody screen captured him naked. And not only did they send it over to his bosses at New York One Spectrum, but Mm -hmm. they also sent it to his mother. Now, I just... Little known fact, I actually watch his weather. I get my weather report here in New York almost every morning. He's your weatherman. He's my weatherman. I wish he's very cute. (laughs) In fact, I remember several years ago, I was like, huh, who's this guy? Is he cute? I'm like, oh, no, he's cute. And I follow him (laughs) on Instagram. And I often get up really early and I don't get out of bed, but I watch, I listen to either CNN or I've got 
New York One, or as they're calling it, Spectrum, New York One now. And I listen to him, and I always get, because here in New York, we always need to know our weather, right? You cannot go out the yeah. door unless you know what the weather I mean, report yeah. is. So I definitely, it's well, we, disaster. I even knew he was on vacation in Europe over the summer. So he was not on for the last several for the last couple of weeks and i'm like what is going on mm -hmm. he just got back from vacation it would be like if we took off and like where are they yeah <laughs> on wednesday I night agree. they better have a damn good excuse for not talking about sex <laughs> that's so right. there was my weatherman and lo and behold as i scour the websites for hot topics for our show the top story was this and i was floored i almost dropped my hot coffee Shut up. I almost did an Elaine and pushed, <laughs> pushed my laptop away from me like Elaine always did. Um, oh, get Seinfeld? out of here from Seinfeld. Oh, yeah. I, I don't really watch that show. Oh, I love I, Seinfeld. I, I love her, though. Okay. Julia but let's Reed get back Wright. to this because there's so okay, much to sorry. break down about this. <laughs> you know, kind of crazy. I actually sent a message over to him in the comment section as he posted a very lengthy apology and to his fellow co-workers for actually calling it compulsive behavior he says that that's actually what his psych psychiatrist called it compulsive behavior mm -hmm. that he has had according to eric for the last 10 years he also says some might consider it reckless and stupid and i cannot argue with that he also apologized for that but then said he does not apologize for being gay or for being sex positive and i actually wrote in the comment section you know there is a shining light coming on the other end hang in there yeah. i support you and yes i agree that good for you for owning your sex positivity but on the other hand i couldn't help but think as so many of us that work in some form i've worked in various forms of media Always, mm -hmm. it's to try and get represented on TV, y'all, yeah. is such a huge feat. He is Mexican-American like myself, too. And, you know, I just thought it was really cool that he was on TV and somebody that looked like me. He talked about how he's the first one in his family to go to college, much less be on TV. And it's a yeah. big deal. And I know all the weight shouldn't always be on people and you better not fuck up but he kind of fucked up not because yeah. he was sex positive not because he has a sex life how could we say that on this show I but mean, because we the nature be you'd be hypocritical yeah. but because yeah. of the fact that you are on morning tv that is a conservative platform that how could you let yourself even if it's consensual you know that you're being recorded when you're on webcams and the way people are today people love to capture that stuff now i'll let you speak in just a second but i yeah. do think it was nasty and revenge porn of the person and they should be held accountable to send it in to mm -hmm. his but i mean how disgusting are you that you would do that i have a story to back it up in a minute but i'm gonna let you talk and then okay. to send it to his mother how low can you go cody 
I know that oh, I would be out for blood if somebody sent something like that to my mama. So, okay, so let's break it down. Unlike you, I did not know who this man was. I'm sorry to this man. I don't know. It's I don't a, yeah, right. Sound ridiculous, but <laughs> uh, I, I, from what I know of him and from what I've read about him, it really is a shame. And he seems like such a nice guy, and yeah. but he seems to be wrestling with a lot of demons. At first, I thought that his firing was uncalled for. I even texted you and Jeremy and said, a simple suspension would have just uh, sufficed. And th that should have been that. I, don't I didn't understand the hullabaloo and the hubbub behind the firing and all of that and the things of that nature. But the more research that I did, because I tried to find the pictures, Blake also tried to find them. Watching us, right? <laughs> I, yeah. Hi, Blake. <laughs> but... Uh, I couldn't find them, uh, but I did find out a lot of different things regarding this. And it's all alleged, and I do not know, because it's so hard to find the video, so I don't know if any of these, these things are true, and I don't want anybody to take my words as fact, but uh, allegedly how it goes is he was on this webcam site. It was, uh, I think it's a circle jerk on LPSG, which I, I, used to frequent a lot and i've even considered going on the circle jerk a couple of times but and i think that what he had on his shirt uh on his chest was his name and he also made reference to his boss during the web webcam that allegedly uh, he wanted his boss to fuck him yes yes during his webcam stream and i think that where he went wrong and the whole firing issue of it was the fact that he took somebody that wasn't involved and involved them an unwilling and unknowing basically party that and 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 took his boss's name into dragged it into this whole situation that, that he had going on i think that if he hadn't done that then it a suspension probably would have been the outcome. And I don't want to, like you said, I don't want to shame anybody for being sex positive or doing things that I probably have done in the past. But once you involve a third party that doesn't know or is un unwilling participant, basically, then that is when it becomes a whole nother animal. So I really I feel bad for him. But... I can't really justify his actions. Yeah, I can and can keep your thoughts going too. I just want to jump in here really quickly because what you, one of the things uh, the Post, the New York Post said, mm -hmm. a source with Spectrum News told the Post, <clears throat> excuse me, the situation is more, quote, the situation is more complicated than it appears, noting yeah. that the company worked with Adame for months on this issue before oh, wow. it was fired. You know, that's a source close to the New York Post. Take it with a grain of salt, but if that is Everything true- Everything is alleged, yes. If that is true, this didn't just happen the other day. And it does seem a little like there was more to the story than maybe just the pictures and him being on a webcam site. And I have heard companies talk about there is a way to fire somebody if you have done something that embarrasses the company at large, particularly yes. for uh, companies like a spectrum, uh, companies that people know that are out in the public 
hemisphere. And, you know, on the same note, people that have had scandals, do you know Richard Quest over at CNN? He's been on, He's been, if you've been watching CNN at all for the Queen's funeral recently, okay. you saw Richard Quest. Back in 2008, he had a huge scandal where he was arrested in New York Central Park with drugs in his pocket, a rope around his neck, <gasps> and he, he was tied to his genitals and a sex toy, okay, a dildo, was inside his, bo- his bottom. <laughs> It all happened when the park was you better closed. Better call it like you see it, girl. Three forty a.m. on a Friday. Uh, um, that's when they found Richard Quest. You know, at the time he survived this whole. CNN brought him back actually, and mm-hmm. he actually had to go to get drug therapy. What do you call it? Rehab. He had to have rehab. Yes. Yep. As well as, but he got his job back based on that. Jeffrey Tubin, the recent one who is caught jerking off on a Zoom call and working mm-hmm. for the New Yorker, and he thought his Zoom camera was off. It wasn't. He got fired from the New Yorker because that's who he was alleged. That's what he was doing the deed, jerking off. Mm-hmm. But CNN suspended him, but brought him back. And then lastly, I, back in the day, in the early 90s, I worked for a major... Oh, in the 90s, girl. In the 90s, I worked for a major market (laughs) radio station, KBLX. Shout out to KBLX. Different owners now. The Quiet Storm. And I'll never forget, I told this story once before. I was dating... my The first guy I ever dated who was crazy, who went kind of crazy on me. He was older Mm -hmm. than me. When I could see the craziness coming out, I broke it off. He did not like that. He sent our sales department notes that the guy that works on the overnight shift, me, is is going around, sleeping around with everybody on the Berkeley, UC Berkeley campus. He really disparaged my name. and, And he called my father and made the same claims to my father that I, because I was during, I was going to college at UC Berkeley, and told my dad, who didn't know I was gay at the time, that I was running oh, around no. the campus sleeping with every guy on the campus. I won't even go into the drama that that all caused because we don't have time for all that. But what I will say is, what I will say is, in relation to this, is my program director Kevin Brown. Yes. Called me in. I was a lowly, the lowest on the totem pole at this major mm-hmm. market. He could have just said, uh, pack your bags, get out. We never want to see you. He actually took me, I said, you know, let me tell my side of the story, believed me, and said, don't worry about it. We've got your back. And, oh, and we're wonderful. talking the sales department that. It, talking to our sales team and everything's based on the sales department on a radio station because that's where the money comes in. Yeah. So the stakes were high. All I have to say is myself and many of the stories I had got second chances. It doesn't look like Spectrum's going to bring back Eric Adame anytime soon. And I honestly, I, I don't know. If all the alleged issues are true, then I don't blame them. Yes, no one should be sending anybody's revenge porn out into the world, especially not to your parents. That is the lowest of the low, just like Oz said in the comments. I, but I don't see how they can come, they can bring him back 
to the show in good faith because it, he had an alt basically it's an altercation with one of his co-workers so yeah what else are I people have. saying Oz also goes on to say every time every time uh takes a nude pics from time everyone takes nude pics from time to time people need to get over it already and private life happenings while not on company time is not company business but when you to my point uh, when you bring in uh, one of your coworkers into your private life and they don't know about it, then that is an issue. Blake goes on to say that at uh, that the weatherman, what's his name again? Oh, um, Erica Dom. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right, I was reading the Eric. questions. That, that, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> he, Eric had gone on to do an interview with MSNBC Live last night and he put the link into the chat so we oh. can also post that on tags podcast so i yeah. can't wait to see that thank you and oz goes on to say and how different would it the alleged boss's name be if he was having a private conversation off camera and someone happened to record audio of him um he then he says cnn the guy uh he was on the clock so he was wrong all right right and then should i keep going uh sure he also says that Steve, you, in your situation, you were the victim, and that guy had no right to put your private life out there. And yeah. and supposedly he's uh, Adam uh, Eric Adame. That's what keeps me messed up. Is because Adame is like I think of that as the first name. I don't know why. I'm just okay. getting a mixed. Eric Adame. Uh, <laughs> yes, he's supposedly suing the site LPSG to find out who did the screenshot and hold them accountable in some way. Yeah, but. LPSG, from what I understand, they are able to find out who actually took the screenshot. The IP so, address, right? The IP address, and they can track all of that. But it's an undergoing un investigation at this time. So we have yet to see how this is going to turn out. And oh I goodness. hope that Eric Adame, I'm going to get his, I got his name right, okay. <laughs> yeah. is is going to get his, do, his justice and that everything will turn out okay for him. That's what I really hope. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently he got, uh, according to his rep, he PR rep, that he got an offer for another weather opportunity, meteorologist oh. opportunity. He turned it down okay. because he was, a, 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 during that same interview, he was hoping to get his job back at Spectrum, which doesn't look like at the end of this article that that is likely to happen. So, you know. He may want to take some of these early offers. I don't know. But people have come back from far worse than this. I think oh, yeah. if the pictures come out and it's alleged to what we're saying, there could be more problems. But still, you are allowed to want to get fucked by your boss. I mean, it's not the worst thing. <laughs> it anyway. is not the worst thing. But when you put it out there on social media, yeah. into a public mm. platform, then it turns into a whole nother thing. It, yeah. So. And I More hope he gets a, help for his compulsions as well. So I really right. hope he's, he addresses that. All right, moving on. But in similar hemisphere lines, a man's boss accidentally sent sexting texts into a work group chat. And Twitter had, Twitter had a field day with it all. So, you know, we've all sent wrong messages to the wrong person before. Mine are like, I'm going to the grocery store and I sent it to like my mom. It's so boring. I typically do not send a lot of sexting because okay. of this. 
Twitter user Frankie Velli shared a photo with the caption, dude, my boss just sent this to the work group chat on accident. And in oh, it, the no, selfie, girl. presumably of his boss, a Snapchat caption was added, which read, quote, I love a faggy little submissive boy. Tongue emoji. <laughs> I am your master. <laughs> <laughs> what in the in the group chat in the name of group chats first of all i hate group chatting anyway as you know cody i don't know if you know that but i uh, oh, I, I know i can i'm not a group chatter so i'm not gonna make this mistake very much yes it sounded like frankie valley blake but it's via Vielli, Viello, something like that. (laughs) Beyond that, Cody, this reminded me of you recently because you had said you you love to send dirty pics to your boyfriend. I do. And I found out a recent stat that apparently one in six people have sent the wrong text dirty to the wrong person and this is a recent study that says the average american has accidentally sent six intimate messages or photos to the wrong person according to a new poll so that's kind of high right did you say one in six the average American has accidentally sent six intimate messages or photos oh. to the wrong person. How? Oh, no, no, no. Yeah. No. So, and you <laughs> are always sending things to Joe. I am, I am not. You are a stat. I think you are a stat. <laughs> I, am, I am not. I'm a stat this, in other ways. I'm not in this too. way. <laughs> Have you ever sent an intimate picture or a dirty message Never. to the wrong? Never. Never, ever, ever, Your Honor. ever, ever, and knock on wood. You can. She's take lying, Your Honor. She's lying. <laughs> take me to Judge Joe Brown. I don't know. Take me to whomever you want to. I, I have never, ever done it, and I, I don't. I hope to never. I, that I never. Never do have I ever. <laughs> I would not be drinking right now. Um, because that's that's the first thing that you check is that you're te- sending it to the right person. I could understand if they were sending it to in a group chat. And maybe that person that they're sending to it, sending it to is in the group chat as far. So that is a common mistake that I feel like would happen. But for me personally, before I hit send, I always make sure that the person that's the recipient is the person that I intend a a sexy picture to go to. I text people the wrong thing all the time. Oh, I do too. (laughs) Yeah. You know what? Good word of smoking like a good life coach, of course. But you're right. If I'm about to send, which I don't send a lot of sexting to people because I really don't like being on the phone that much unless I have to. But if I am going to, I am double, triple checking my work. Oh, yes. Because... And then going back one more time, checking, taking a sip of coffee, and then checking it. Okay, is this the person <laughs> that I really want to send to? And then I hit it because I'm so freaked out about that kind of shit that I couldn't handle it. And I would also something that Joe and I do because we sometimes send them when we're 
I'm at home or he's out in public and things of that nature. I could be with my mom. You never know. I send it with invisible. We make sure to send it with invisible ink. And that way. Okay. It, now you're getting, now you're showing off. <laughs> I need a class. Don't tell me how to do invisible ink now, but can you please tell me I'll how to do that soon? You, I'll show you how to do it. That way, whoever is around them will not see the dirty picture that they just sent. He actually sent me a dirty picture when I was with my mom and he sent it wrong at first and then he deleted it. In within two seconds, and and I was like, why did he just delete that? And then he said it again with invisible ink. So, oh my god, I've never heard of invisible. Do I have invisible ink on my phone? Yeah, you do. You, they you put ever... invisible ink on this phone. Yes, girl. Oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> I can show you how to do it. It's very okay. easy. You know, we had an early guest back in the day. I think episode number three. We're at four hundred and one. Stephen Gabriel, and he told the story way back when where. He was on a group chat with his family, including oh, his mother, no. and he was thought he was sending a nudie to a boy, and it went into the group chat of his family. And we said, oh my God, what did you do? He said, I turned my phone off, powered it off, and climbed under the cur my bed and, and put the covers over my head. <laughs> I cannot imagine. I would, and then he ended up like coming up for air finally and saying, "I'm didn't mean it. Ha ha! Don't look at the picture that's coming through." And oh, I said, no. "And your mother?" He said, "My mother is not really good on social media, so she like didn't know how to check it, and it was all good." But um, he lucked out because. But the family still, so I think, wrong. saw it. I think, think, and so. Oh no! Yeah. Alan says, is there invisible eek on cheap-ass Android phones? <laughs> uh, we can't help you there, girl. <laughs> I, I don't know how to use that. That's some green bubbles. No, I'm just Don't joking, be talking Alan. to us about you, the Alan. flip phones. <laughs> <laughs> no no phone shaming here. Yeah, I'm sure. Come, We can work it out, Alan. We'll work out a tutorial for you. Okay. okay? Don't be don't be promising what you can't deliver, girl. I mean, if he's in the New York area, I, I will hold a class okay. for it. All right? My, this, welcome like to my TED Talk on sexting i guess <laughs> <clears throat> all right well there is this is exciting because out tv has a brand new reality show and i think you guys are all gonna like it i think i don't know i'm on the fence it's called x-rated it's a <laughs> new reality show that follows new york city porn stars as they loudly argue in public Here's the deal. Out of the four porn stars, two of them have been on this show. And I'm talking about Dante Cole, who I interviewed, who was really lovely. I had a huge crush on him. And he's kind of, I think he's bisexual, he goes by. Okay. And of course, Boomer Banks, who's been on one of, when we used to do the live streams at Rebar here in New York City. And he was guested on our show as well. Two out of four isn't bad, but also I mean, Ma Max, Max Connor right rounds up. it out, who I like a lot, as well as Joey Mills, who bills himself as the number one twink or something to do with like a twink. But I have to tell you, I watched this trailer. I will post this on tagspodcast.com. Lots of drama. Everything you look for in a reality show, following the lives, some dick pics, or not dick oh. pics, but dicks oh. in the trailer. <laughs> Wait, what? And 
Yeah, did you watch the trailer? I watched it on YouTube. I, wait a minute, I gotta go oh. back and watch a, another trailer with dicks? So here's the thing about this. As much as I'm here for it, and I know you just got an out TV subscription I that do. I'm going to be coming over and Come watch, on. or you're going to, or you're coming over here. Yeah, either one. We can do either one. I just think it looked. We all know reality TV's contrived, but <laughs> you're going to tell me that the these four, one of which moved here from Malibu, Dante Cole, and okay. is now hanging out with these three guys. It seems totally improbable. One of the scenes is at the New York Eagle, which I'm at all the time. It looked like it was for the Mr. Eagle contest. And at one point, some random ass twing runs up to Boomer Banks and says, hey, cunt. We got a tug. <laughs> In which case, every <laughs> Boomer's like, oh, bitch, uh-uh. Who's this bitch? Who's this twink? Somebody screams. And people in the background, because it is a spectacle, at which point Boomer's like, oh, uh-uh, and gives the hand. And they carry the twink away in yep. the air, off, outside, in which everyone's face is aghast. And I just yeah. think, really, this seems so contrived and made up. But I'm secretly here for it, Cody. I gotta watch that. <laughs> I mean, I gotta I knew watch you it. Would be. Oh, I'm so down for it. You're coming oh, yeah, over. Me too. I'm ordering pizza. Yeah. Fab. Sounds like a great night. I can't wait. I we watched the me and my boyfriend Joe. We watched the trailer together. He was like, I don't want to watch this. I was like, Well, babe, I'm gonna I'm gonna watch it. I don't know. Yeah. You don't have to. You have He's to like, watch it for oh, the show. I have to watch. Well. Okay. Okay. If you say so. <laughs> we'll use that as an excuse. Um, and then once I said that I was going to watch it, he was like, oh, if you watch it, then I'll watch it. I was like, you wanted to watch it this whole time and you just didn't want to say that you wanted to watch it. But so we're going to definitely come over and then we can all kiki together and cackle yeah. and it's going to be a good time. If the show looks cute, we have, well, you have interviewed two of the four porn stars on the show. So we owe it a, at least a good one, two episode watch. Yeah. And I, then we'll I go love, from there. So the positive, the pros are, I know two out of the four, which I like one of the, them, Max Connor, I'm a big fan of. And the other one looks like he's going to bring, bring drama. Drama, honey. That's what it's drama. all about. <laughs> I can go that high. I have a cold, you guys, right now. So I'm fighting this guy. You sound <laughs> great. Yeah. Thank you. I'm drinking tea after the show, but I'm here for the show. It does look a little rinky dink. In other words, I think at this point in the game that we are so desensitized to reality TV that we expect housewives level where they throw parties in the $10,000 range. Maybe this will be more down and dirty and just, oh. you know, and be kind of cool. Dicks in the trailer. Okay, that's what I need. Um, but they need to bring, you brought up the housewives, they need to bring that wit and the the quick fire rapid back and forth that they have on the on the housewives. I think that's what they that's what they definitely really need to make this a successful show. I wonder if they need a writer or a manipulator. What would what would Boomer Banks uh housewife intro tagline oh, be? Oh something about inches because I give know, you the boom and I'm here for the bank because I go all the way to the cash something to do <laughs> you know we're gonna have to come up with our house next week assignment 
is housewives tagline. Okay, for me and for you, well, and your yes. Boomer Banks. We're giving ourselves a week though. I could. <laughs> it takes a lot. It takes, it a, takes a lot. Yeah, we got a show lines. to do here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we've got to move on and come. You know. This story, we've—I know you didn't really want to do it, Cody, but I mean, it, but it okay. follows a writer that we've been talking about, Alexander Shivas, who has really been talking about different the number of different ways to eat ass. Then he was talking about the different ways to give a, a blowjob. Now he's talking about twelve ways to ask your boyfriend for a threesome. Queer men have a tendency not to be monogamous, he writes. Long liberated from heteronormative ideals like the nuclear family, two-person monogamous relationships and marriage, <laughs> gay men have been pioneers of the non-traditional relationships for generations. And some of these co uh, mean open relationships and semi-open relationships. Okay. So he's here to give some of the top 12 reasons ways to have threesome talk keep in mind he says that open and honest communication above all else is the most vital feature of a good relationship yeah so i agree with that <coughs> excuse me so what he says here is um hey babe number one hey babe maybe we should get a joint grinder account the simple fact of a biological evolution predicts that at some point it will become hard to focus on you and only you. Humans aren't designed that way. Thousands of years of evolution have taught us to be promiscuous. So you can, I guess, according to this, get a joint grinder account. Okay. If there's things like you've always wanted to try DP, this would be a really good time to talk about getting... A threesome, correct, Cody? Because you can't, unless you're using a dildo. <laughs> Not correct, Cody. <laughs> <laughs> yes, correct, Cody. If you, if that is the path that you want to go down. So, okay. You you said that I didn't want to do this story. It's not that I don't want to do this story. It's that I don't necessarily agree with this article. You can't put limitations on someone's relationship based on... The, the expectations that you have on your relationship. It's not for, it doesn't want, it's not one size fit all. So that's, well, that was my point. He's giving tips though, on how to have that discussion. And oftentimes it's just one out of the two in a couple that wants to, to approach this. And it doesn't even mean that it, you're going to go through with it. It just means that you're going to have that conversation. And as we all know, Cody, relationships go through different periods and it's not always the same sexually so the conversation could come up and if it does come up these are some of the top ways you can ask your boyfriend for a threesome so with that do you agree with some of the things that he put in this article did you read it i read the entire article what are one of the ones that stood out for you that the you wanted to asking and telling because i think that communication is the most important part as far yeah. as being able to uh be vulnerable with your partner is so important in a relationship because if you can say if you can have sex or you can give your butthole to your partner then you are willing and you can't ask for what you want in the relationship then that is very telling for your relationship because 
um, giving yourself, having sex with your partner is one of the most vulnerable things that you can do in a relationship. So you should right. be able to ask for anything that you want in a relationship, but you should not, and I'm going to say it again, you should not uh, let someone else tell you what your relationship should be. No, absolutely. No, you definitely should not. <laughs> Absolutely. One of the ones that I think you might like this since you love the dance floor, any gay man who has ever gone to a gay circuit party coming in at number five, the sandwich move or dance club knows that navigating the terrain of body cues, nonverbal communication and subtle cruising is an art form in itself. So put your relationship with your newish boyfriend into that mix and you have a whole new set of signals to read. So he firmly believes that dancing in a sea of gay men is one of the best experiences a gay can have and I doing agree. so with your boyfriend can be immensely romantic, erotic, particularly once you get those early jealousies out of the way. People will always get... <laughs> Jealous, particularly in relationships, and jealousy shouldn't be feared. You want your boyfriend to get jealous, and you want yourself to get jealous. The trick to navigating jealousy is to communicate through it, talk yes. about it, and acknowledge it, understand it, and work through it as a couple to the point that you can enjoy circuit parties in those sea of dancing horny gay men without a problem. I like this one a lot because I think it's it could good. even move beyond the dance floor too. Whether it's a circuit party, it could just be going out, whether it's gay pride, where there's a sea of men. I think these are things that healthy jealousy could be a good thing. Oh yeah, I agree. And as a jealous person, this actually has a lot of applications for me because it states that you shouldn't let jealousy rule your relationship or that the way to get past it and to get over it is by communicating it in a in an effective way. Because if right. you let r the rage and all that kind of stuff build up inside of you, then that is when it becomes destructive. But if you communicate it in an effective way, then that is how you overcome the jealousy. So I agree with you. But let somebody touch my boyfriend in a club. That is how people lose a hand. That's how I wind up on when women kill. That is, oh, my goodness. That is, uh -uh, that is a big no-no. I'm sorry. Uh yeah. Right. And avoid things like number nine where he says, Jason, one of my old fuck buddies, told me he thinks you're hot. Be careful when choosing a third from your list of previous playmates. Yeah. He says, I know many couples whose third party playmates are previous fuck buddies and even previous boyfriends. I applaud these couples because their communication skills must be strong, but I think it could be kind of dicey to go down that road. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Especially if you have a previous connection with that person. Right. That is the road to ruin, I feel like. And yeah. I think that, I forgot what I was gonna say, but Oz says that you should take responsibility for your own jealousy and not blame others or hold others accountable for your emotions. And I think that is excellent advice. I like that. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So I'll post this. It oh, I remember now. I'm sorry. Okay. I don't no, mean to go interrupt ahead. you. No, you go ahead. Have you seen those memes where it's about the, uh, it's it's a couple and they're basically saying me and my boyfriend saw you from across the bar and we, have you seen those memes <laughs> no oh my god they're hilarious i have to send you a couple 
Oh, I like that though. Yeah, is it really a way to kind of send somebody like that you're interested? It's kind of a joke. It says this this happens all the time in the gay community and there because oh, me and my boyfriend, we saw you from down the bar and it's like Zach Efron and some other guy. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's hilarious. I've flirted I've definitely flirted with guys on the dance floor that are in a couple mm-hmm. that I thought, "Oh, yeah, and sometimes you get lucky and you're into both of them and that's yeah. pretty hot. Sometimes just one, which is always the diciest thing of all threesomes beyond this 12 ways to ask your boyfriend is that when you're a third outside of that relationship, yeah. you're only interested in one, not the other. Yeah, that's it's tough. Just, that's the way it always works out. So, so yeah, that, I'm a huge proponent of being the special guest star. We've discussed right, it. Right, we have, yeah. I, I love the, being the special guest star. But now, <laughs> there's no guest stars in my bedroom, darling. Not currently. Oh, not currently. Not currently. I, I'm open to making, to uh, uh, our relationship evolving. But at this right. moment in time, that is not, that's never, not where I'm at, so. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. All right. Anything else so, anyone say? Oh, go ahead. Oz says, acknowledge the externals triggers and discuss them at length and then consider possible steps forward towards resolution. He sounds like a life coach. What is Ooh, going on? Okay. okay. I know. I love it. And uh, and then he goes on to say, being in the middle is the best part. <laughs> okay. Yes. And Sandwich I mode. Agree. <laughs> Being in the middle, oh, it's the best. And DPing a guy is Oh, so that's much fun. fun. Yes. I like those things, dude. Reasons to consider having a three-way. But check this out. I'll post it on tagspodcast.com. Moving on, Redditors reveal the skeeziest things they've done to check out a hot dude. This definitely got my attention as I've been there. <laughs> it's only natural to lose your senses when a hot guy is around. And after all, they write, science tells us the blood flow to the brain gets diverted elsewhere. Some gay guys have surprised themselves with their lecherous behavior, and they're sharing their stories on Reddit. The confessionals kicked off after one user asked, what's the skeeziest thing you have done that you felt was out of character for yourself to get a look at a hot guy? The original poster coughed up his own story. Quote, I once followed a really hot dude walking his dog because I knew he would have to bend over to pick up his dog's business at some point. And it worked. (laughs) Somebody said they used a wheelchair. I use a wheelchair. So sometimes if a guy is really, really cute, I'll ask to help to get to the other side of a ramp, even if it's not that steep. Okay. I work at a register and I saw a really hot guy walking up to the first register where my coworker was. And I said, Hey, sorry, she's on break. Come to my register. As soon as he left, she laughed her brains out. Um, Oh, this is a good one. I was riding my bike past a construction site. The guy there was shirtless because it was 86 degrees or more. I hit the curb and almost fell off the bike because I was staring at him. Well, let me tell you (laughs) here in New York city, particularly all summer long. And this summer was no different than any other ones, especially post pandemic that we've been, or I should say post lockdown. I can definitely get distracted by a hot guy and will walk down 
go out of my way sometimes to go from one. It's easy because most of New York is a grid, Manhattan. And so Uh it's easy. It's like, oh, wait, I know where I'm going, but this Mm -hmm. super hot guy, I want to just walk behind him a little bit more because he's so hot. And and I will, (laughs) or that chest or those legs or that face is killing me. And I, it's not unheard of for me and to change my path and go a different direction to walk behind somebody and drool practically. So while they're picking up the business, they should be picking up my drool too, because I'm drooling all the way. And yeah, the other story that I had though, was back in the day when I first moved here in 2008, I worked out at a gym called David Barton. Uh-huh. And Every Sunday, because I didn't know anybody, so there was no Sunday fun day for me at that time because I was new in town, fresh meat. Okay. And I would go to David Barton, and every Sunday, like clockwork, Anderson Cooper was on the treadmill as I was coming into the gym. And I was convinced he he saw me. And lo and behold, one day... So I would go there at the same time, and he would be there. And I was pretty sure he saw me. Then... One day I'm working out on legs and I'm at the calf machine and a guy says, excuse me, can I work in? Well, it's a Sunday and who's working in on a calf machine when is Sunday night at 6 p.m. when so I but it was Anderson Cooper. And I said, uh, sure, of course. Wow. He, he said, oh, by the way, which I'm Anderson. And I said, oh, uh, uh, yes, I know. I'm just, <laughs> I totally I was, think you're his type, too. So I later followed him into the locker room after after I knew he'd been in the locker room for a while because I knew he showered with my business card. And he was coming in a towel out of the shower and he said hi again. And I said, oh, I wanted to give you my card. And he said, oh, thank you. And he asked more about, this is when I had a different site and I was doing different work. Mm-hmm. Um, he never called. It was it never worked out. But we did have a conversation. It was very sweet. And I stalked him to get that a look at him in the locker room. So that's Oh, wow. You could yeah. have been a real housewife of New York. I know. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> but I'd have to be a stepfather, which I'm not ready to do. because I mean... Yeah. Uh, you do know. what you gotta do, okay? Yeah. All right, <laughs> for Anderson Cooper. <laughs> <laughs> what are your some of your things? You literally stole all of mine. I will walk past. We're we're like totally aligned today because we had the whole out TV thing, and then this. I have all the same ones. I will walk past where I need to go. I could be walking past my house, walking to my house, and then if oh yeah before. Before I met Joe, but of course, <laughs> I will follow the guy to where, wherever he's going, and then make sure watch that booty from behind because you know that's what I'm all about. And then the gym, I used to always bird watch at the gym, and I would ask them to work in. I would ask them if they need a spot. I would always oh. just do what I had to do in order to get a, just a little bit a hair closer. I used to work out at Crunch. It's the old David Barton, and they, they changed it into Crunch on 23rd Street. And yes. that was prime cruising area. That's and the David Barton one that I worked out yeah, at before. Exactly, yeah, exactly. Yeah, but now that one's closed. So, but 
<clears throat> that's neither yeah. here nor there. It's a, it's a definite great way, the gym for sure, here in New York and major cities where people walk around. But if you are always in a car like in LA, you, you don't get that, I think. Yeah. Or the, it's so or the subway or, yeah. I mean, I remember being on, <laughs> on the subway, you can totally cruise, guys, and it's really fun too. Yeah, I've ridden past my stop on the subway. But <laughs> speaking of speaking of being in a car, have you ever if you're in a car and you're driving, right? And you have you ever circled a block to see a hot guy again? I've totally done that. I have not been driving in years, so no. But I do have a friend, I do have a friend in in the Bay Area, San Francisco that recently saw a really sexy guy on the highway, on the freeway, and the guy was flirting back with my friend, and it was a girl, and she said, okay. she was, and he was like, hey, and he's flirting and screaming, 80 miles an hour they're going, and she went on Miss Connections on, uh, on Craigslist. Craigslist. Yeah, and he actually wrote something like, "Hey, it was on wow. this freeway. Did was that you?" And she, I think they were going to meet for a drink after that. They should so get married. They sh I, yeah, it didn't happen, but I think they were going to meet for a drink. I don't know what happened after that, but kind of hot, you know. Oh no, that's totally cool. Yeah, I, would, I love meeting like that. I think it's so, it's just so unexpected and spontaneous, and I love that type of. Type of yes, absolutely. Okay, well, we've got to move on. You know, I was reading a recent Reddit thread as well that said a guy talked about being sexually assaulted at the sauna. And he writes, on a Friday night, I went out to a gay club, then headed to the gay sauna. I had had many very positive experiences in the sauna, but this time was different. I'd never seen, there was a guy I'd never seen around before who saw me in the shower and he followed me as I walked downstairs to a different area. I stopped in the corridor and he came up to me and he started touching me all over and tried to kiss me. I was a bit unsure about him and initially tried to gently get away from the situation, but he was persistent and I didn't, I didn't find him attractive. He directed me upstairs and into a cabin, shut the door and we started having sex but at first this was okay but soon he started to do things to me that i really didn't want and i told him no and stop several times but he just ignored me and basically i froze completely it should have been clear to him that i didn't want to continue both from what i said and the fact that i stopped participating um he also waited the guys actually ejaculated all over him and walked out um, I waited a moment for him to go somewhere else, and then I headed straight to the shower. He talks about how he was really distraught and went in a corner and kind of cried for a little bit where an employee asked him, are you okay, which he shrugged off. And he ended up meeting up with two other guys in the bathhouse later, but that stuck with him. In a related post that I couldn't help but notice, a gay comedian revealed he was raped in a sauna too. Adam Kay, who says he recently he was raped in a sauna when he had just come out. He's mm -hmm. known for uh, he's a writer for the television series. This is going to hurt. 
by AMC, American Movie Classics. And he has a new book called The Story of a Medic Who Ran Out of Patience, Undoctored. But he talks about the same thing, too, about a guy when he early on going to a bathhouse and being raped and the guy thanks him at the end of the whole situation, which is really creepy. Um, yeah. But I guess we bring up the story because you often think that a bathhouse is a safe space because who mm -hmm. else is going to go there but other gay men. But consent isn't always discussed. And yes. like Adam Case said in the story that I can let you guys read if you just go to tagspodcast.com, he did try, like the other story, what people wrote in the Reddit thread, you need to scream for help. You need to say this is wrong. Adam K tried to, but the music was so pounding loud. And you know how they have it oftentimes in a bathhouse. Yeah. It can be really loud. He couldn't be heard even if he was screaming. And so I think we think often these are safe spaces, but people, no, people's intentions, people don't always get the memo, no. Yes, I agree. This is so horrible. And it probably happens more than one would think. I yeah. know people go to bathhouses to have sex, but your, uh, your bodily autonomy should never, ever be called into question. No matter right. what situation you're in, no matter where you go, you no should mean no at all times. And this person definitely needs to find some therapy or counseling because it is so easy to blame yourself or to fall into the depths of despair when it comes to this type of traumatization. And in order to heal, they're really just going to have to find some help and really deal with this. And it's it's just really so sad. I really feel for them. My heart goes out to them. Yeah, and I just think that he went on in that first story to then say he had consensual see that's this thing he went on to have consensual sex with people yeah. that he wanted to which was his right to do it was not his right yeah. and that's where i think we need to tell more of these stories because they're layered and when you think oh well, it was a gay bathhouse so what how could yeah. there be any problems in there no it's not always consensual sex. People take advantage of people. People don't hear the word no. They hear what they want to hear. And people need to really take responsibility for their actions when somebody says no. And I've been yeah. at bathhouses before. Not anything like this has happened to me. But maybe one too many hands are coming into the mix. And I've had people push my hand away. And I know that means no. I mean no. I've pushed hands away before, and that means no. And I've had people follow me around more than maybe I wanted to, them following me around, but I was able to disseminate the situation. But mm. I would hate, I, I couldn't imagine feeling trapped like that. And what this, yeah. these people that have told their stories, this is rape, and this is not okay, and it's not okay to ever cross those lines. And we yeah, need to be, make, tell more stories about this so that you are aware that this can happen so mm -hmm. that maybe you can find, whether it's finding an out, like make sure the door, I don't know, maybe finding a way so you don't find yourself in these situations because you, you don't want to be the victim of somebody's 
horrible choices. Yeah. And maybe this person having sex with somebody else afterwards is a trauma response response You're, he was probably oh, yeah. in shock yeah I, right yeah you never know you can't really say well i wanted to say that part of the story because i don't want to victim shame this person yeah, exactly who cares he had every right to have sex do whatever he wanted to after but consensually yeah exactly. it has nothing to do with ha what happened to him an hour ago or 45 minutes ago whenever it was it's so, just so sad. I'm, yeah, and I don't want this to happen to anybody else. And exactly. Oh. We need, yeah, go ahead. What are people saying? Oz, Oz says, it's time to start carrying rape whistles at the bathhouses. And I think that is a oh, great, oh, great wow. It, it, he also goes on to say, it took him so long to go to a bathhouse for this very reason. He didn't trust guys' respect for boundaries and consent, consent is everything. So. I 100% agree. Wow, that's really good. Yeah. Advice. Yeah. Or maybe there there should be a panic button in the rooms. Maybe yeah. if something is going down. You know, not a bad idea too. Yeah, because people have told horrible stories about the, the guy went on. I'll let you read this one because I'll post it. There's a lot to read it and check up on. But this guy didn't have... Either something, he went into the city mm -hmm. and his home was far away. So we actually spent the night there yeah. in the bath. Sometimes people stay longer. There's been reported deaths where people have taken drugs. Yep. And, you know, or people get themselves in bad situations. Um, panic buttons, you know, and you know those people that work there, they're at the front. They can't hear anything that's going on in that business. Yeah. I don't want cameras all over the place no cameras but, no no because but girl. maybe there needs to be a better system of policing or somebody just kind of walking around the establishment just to check in and make sure everyone's okay we're not here to tell you what you should be doing or judge no shame at anyone. All. yeah no, no no shame but maybe hire listen it costs enough to get to some of these bathhouses to have at least somebody around dare i use the word policing but patrolling the, the good the good <laughs> the good neighborhood would be a good job for somebody to have I think. yes I agree I, I would be a volunteer for no before I met my boyfriend I would have been a good volunteer for <laughs> for free membership <laughs> yes exactly and okay be safe out there as we These all guys, move be safe. Yes, move on. And lastly, our favorite segment that we always like to end up on, it's produced by Straight Up Gay Porn. And they always ask the question, which porn star took the thirstiest, hottest picture of the week? This week's coming in at 20. Big whopping 20. Wow. I love that it. That they put together. Uh, pretty good choices this week, Cody. Oh, yes. This was a good week for us. So our job is to kind of just is to descriptively tell you why we thought it was because this does go to an audio podcast. And I want to start off with Khan, last name Hor. He goes by Khan Hor. I didn't make this up. This is his name. <laughs> it's the first picture of him. He's on a carpet with his legs, his meaty legs spread open, a beautiful crack, a beautiful thick cock. Fat, so fat. Fat cock, fat cock beautiful lips and i like to go onto their twitter account to find out a little bit more and he looks cheeky fun 
and beautiful ass, always spread out. But that thick cock was one of my favorites. But coming in at a, a hot number second for me, because there was a decent pooling of people, was a guy oh, that goes by Locke Rios, L-O-C oh, Rios. Yeah who has another thick cock that's in your face. He's beautiful, hairy, and it looks like he just took off his underwear and it's right in his face like he's inhaling his underwear, which I have, I love dirty, I love, not dirty, I love guys' underwear and guys' socks to sniff and smell. So this worked for me 100%. Love it. Yeah, those are two good ones. <laughs> Inhaler. <laughs> uh, which i if need the vix only... i need the vix vapor right now but i will die <laughs> is, that, is that the equate that smell is the equation of a, it's a, not a, a but vix, with, vix i have a cold rum. right now and i'm going right to the tea and vix vapor but when i'm better i want that underwear and socks from a jock strap that's what you're gonna do <laughs> <laughs> oh man so since we're picking two my honorable mention is going to go to K Ecstatic. He's like honorable mention. Honorable K what? mention. K Ecstatic. K A E oh. Ecstatic. Yes, he's beautiful. He's got a nice big dick, and it's he's in a blue room. It's just a simple selfie. But my vote is going to go to Sisyphus. You pick the last one, uh, the first one, and I'm going to pick the last one. He is. It's a video, and Ooh. he is jacking off and. It, for me, it's the moans. He is oh. in a beautiful bedroom, and you have to just watch it. It's so hot. He is a beautiful man. And Sisyphus, come on, parasocial, parasocial socialite. It's just amazing. <laughs> well, as long as we're going with that, I'm going to add in a third. Oh, Colin, okay. Colin Merp, M-E-R-P, uh -huh. is getting a blowjob by a guy that I used to follow who's into feet uh lucky charms something lucky charms okay and he says this guy gives the most insane head and as lucky charms is blowing colin murp his eyes are behind his head he's going crazy oh, wow. and it speaking of moans it really satisfies watching this because we could all deserve that kind of blow job and hey yeah it's pretty nick look yeah nick's lucky charms thanks blake blake is our producer i he mean really he's always in my ear thank you so much <laughs> oz <laughs> is the life coach of the show when you're off duty and just coasting ellen <laughs> w says con whore so hot ass and cock moppy hair yum Blake also says Colin Merp video because Nick, who is giving him head, is really amazing. Yes, right. Oh, right. Yeah, exactly. I love it. Okay. <laughs> well, so much fun. <laughs> I had so a blast. Much. Yeah. Me too. Even though I'm a little under the weather, I'm going to get back in sh into business here. You can always follow Cody at Mr. Maurice on Instagram. Mr. Maurice, or he's a life coach, y'all at KMD Coaching and follow us on all social media platforms, Tags Podcast. And there's a lot of links you can go to tomorrow. I'll get up early and post them all up there. Go to tagspodcast.com for episode 401. Yes, people are going on with the comments. I love it. Oh, Thanks, yeah. guys. In the meantime, Thank you guys so much. continue having hot gay, gay sex. sex.